mind. Tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, yeah, episode 99, we in the building. You ain't know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know how this goes. Please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If you're in any branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at thismightnotgowell at gmail.com. Episode 99. Oh, wow. We almost did, bro. The road to 100 is here, brody. Weekly check-ins. How you feeling this week? I'm chilling, man. Just pushing through, trying to make it to this little mini vacation. Not going nowhere, but just like you know, like I said, this year was a rough one. But it was also I've, I've been realizing that it's important to you know show gratitude for one. We still here. We still doing the things that we enjoy exactly. doing. Um, definitely still in my reflective state, but it's more so like I'm think I'm reflecting because I'm evolving. If that sounds real, shout out to Pokemon. Yeah. My guy Ash. It's almost over, bro. Twenty five years, bro. I almost, I almost shut it thought to you know. I've been, I be watching that shit still, but um, yeah, man. I'm just definitely just looking forward to what's next. I'm, I'm realizing I'm stopping. I, I used, I, I, I've lived my life with a lot of fear, a lot of opportunities not taken, a lot of things I should have done at in a timely manner. I kind of just wait for things to fall into place, and I'm realizing that now, going into this next phase of life, it can no longer be that way. So I'm definitely, I used to run away from a lot of leadership opportunities and chances to be a leader because I didn't know how to be one. I didn't know how, like, I'm just going to be completely transparent. I had no idea what those things look like. I had no idea why people see the things they see in me. And I think instead of running from that or going into that, like, small space, I'm realizing that the universe is starting to take away a lot of my hiding spots <laughs> and a lot of my, uh, my I guess, distractions. yeah, a lot of my distractions. Or I'm able, to, I'm learning that even with my distractions, I still got to get this shit done. So I'm, I'm I'm trying to push, and again, it's not a resolution. I'm trying to push myself to, you know, especially 2023. This is a big year of, like, just growth. Of, I mean, you know, we say this every year, but it's like, it's definitely. A new, a new milestone for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm about to be 30. So it's like, oh, shit, that sounds nasty. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, I'm just, like, in a position where, like, you can't hide behind that little boyish charm thing anymore. Like, it still works. It still gets me a lot of places. But I really need to, or I really want to put an effort into cultivating my legacy in the next 10 years and i think it starts with you know this was everything that's happened in the last 18 months and going into what's going to happen for the next 18 let's say let's see what the next 18 months look like but i'm i'm, I'm here i'm here what's going on how you feeling well i appreciate that transparency and you know me as a residential autopilot type of guy i 100 percent understand where you're coming from bro i find myself a lot this year on autopilot and what I mean by all, um, autopilot is kind of like, sort of, sort of like you in a fear, kind of like running away from things, but not like just, hmm, how would I want to say it? Maybe just getting through the day, 
you know, something like that, just doing whatever you need to do to get through the day without really focusing on the same issue. So I agree with you. And I'm on that same type of path of just being uncomfortable. I think one of the biggest problems I have, and this is me being transparent, and this is not even a therapy session, is comfortability. And I think, you know, it's not being comfortable is not a, a, a bad thing per se. And I have and I've been talking to my therapist and I think being comfortable is not a bad thing, but it doesn't allow you to grow. And I think one of the balance of life is growth. It's not growth is not a, a, a super positive thing sometimes. And it's not a negative thing. It's a it's a it's a changing thing. So I'm trying to embrace that more for 2023 and trying to do more and do more, you know, not trying to, you know, sometimes I think we fall in love with the main character syndrome where we think, oh, the universe around me and the potential, this is protagonist story, but I know I could do more. So why not do more? Why be in that fearful state? And why not see what I can do? Because I was just doing some past reflection of just certain goals I had in mind that I accomplished back in the past. And I was like, yo, bro, you really put your word. You, not only you spoke into existence, but you actually put some actions behind it. There's some stuff, in, there's some thoughts in your head. Why don't you actually do the same thing that you did in the past and work on it and see if you can actually accomplish it? Why not? You got one life to live. You feel me? And especially we keep getting reminded by like deaths and tragedies. Let's not take it for granted. Big facts. I know you saw what I tweeted the other day about this change is ever is always going to come. It's just like you got to be prepared for it. You got to keep moving. And shout out, my boss gave us a dope book. I'm not going to say his name for they you know trying to <laughs> trying to put, put the pieces <laughs> together. But uh, who moved my cheese was just about being prepared for change in the different ways that we look at it. And I think since I read that book and just been paying attention to the signs of life and how things are you know elevating and shifting and changing and just the way discourse and decisions are made. You got to put yourself in a, in a position to always be to always succeed, and it can't. It's not always going to be one, two, three. Sometimes it's going to take a, a fifty count to get there. I think we've been very transparent over the what damn two and a half years we've been doing this about how you know what we go through, and you know the feelings that come with being a black man in today's world. And it's like I think our podcast is probably the greatest summation. We got to have fun, but we got to be professional. But we got to cut up, and it's like there's you wear so many hats. I was in a, a week meeting the other day, and one of my coworkers referenced the fact that you posted the snippet about uh, girls having uh, come in their food, and then it's like, it's like, and I was like, oh shit, this about it's not gonna go well, and it was just with like laughter, and then like people were interested in the topics, uh, not like they want to do it. I hope if you do, that's on you. But it was just one of those things where it's like, oh okay, like these things as a society, we're growing, we're progressing, we're having you know these moments of just clarity and just going for it. So why not go for it? Oh damn! I, I mean, that was great to you mentioned that. <laughs> I, I, I definitely snitched and said that wasn't me. You could hurt the whole segment. I was like, y'all are wilding the fuck out. But. Yeah, I did get, I did get some flack. Um, shout out to D. Um, she was, she was getting at me like, bro, what the hell? You gonna? I'm like, yo, I ain't gonna hold you. This off top. This is off the 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 agenda. But you know, as men, we gotta be comfortable being open when we have a special person now definitely i'm not telling you six months in your relationship you start coming on pizza and making your partner eat it <laughs> you feel me yeah. i'm saying you know once you find your special person and you have a great foundation whether it's you know whatever you believe in marriage and y'all are married or whatnot hey so regular sex get boring after a while you feel me 
right, Spice it up. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's throw the docket out. Let's just keep. Let's just go. Let's go. This is episode ninety nine. I don't know, bro. I I I feel you on that. I feel like though, you know which like, and I guess this. Is I'm taking this step back, even dating wise, right? Because you know dating like what like what's the term to use? Vanilla. How vanilla people are. I've had women. Yeah. That, I've had women that have tried to play up to my quote unquote level of freak, and I've had women that have done something to me, and I was like, "Oh, you nasty bitch," but I love it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, and you discover so much about yourself, like, like yo, I right, I'm gonna be transparent, and I'm like, I'm gonna get clowned for this. Yo, I like my I like my nipples lick. Hey, I'm gonna say it out here. You feel me? Shorty did that. I was like, oh shit. This shit, this shit, my my, I ain't gonna hold you. I would, I, I, uh, my my member got extra strong at that moment. I was like, oh shit, I actually might like this shit. <laughs> you feel me? Hey, and I would never, I would never in my life thought I would ask. Now, granted, even now, I'm not asking shorty, yo, lick my nipples. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> that's that, not happening. That goes, to, but that goes to your, but that goes to your point though, because it's like if you like it, why can't you tell shorty to do that? You know, and I feel like that as men, it's tough because it's like if you feel like something is I don't want to say feminine, but if you feel like something is taboo or it's like it makes you less manly, like let's put it out. Bro, there. bro, you see how women we 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 found self worth and they called us sassy. That's because <laughs> of course we scared. But I mean, that's because they had to look into the mirror. Like this is what I do. I'm a I'm a clown. Because what do women do when we say some wild shit? We be clowning. Oh, you wilding, nigga, wilding my nigga. But you right, you right. On the side, like yeah, you right, my nigga. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I suck. I suck toes too. But it's it's like that's just really what it is. And I, I think that's another thing. Taking a step back. I think we talk about like the inequity versus equity in male and female, the the male and female social standing and whatnot. A lot of this podcast, and to be honest, it's like that's one point where it is equitable because you're gonna get your ass cut for saying some shit that's out of pocket that a lot of people do because nobody wants to be that person to just own that shit. That I think that's where you say equity, and that's why I appreciate old. That's why I appreciate old people because like once you reach that age of fuck it, I'm telling you, you hang around some old fuck. You hang around some old people, they start saying some of the most out of pocket shit that you will ever hear, and they don't give a fuck because they're like, yo, I'm already half halfway in the grave. What the fuck gonna happen? That's offending, and it could be about anything. You ask about any topic that relates to their lives, they will give you a hundred percent factual. But I think, like, as this from a black male perspective, you know, black men and women, you gonna have whatever conversations they're gonna come up because it's like, what do y'all do when y'all drinking or whatever, having fun or in a social gathering? Y'all gonna talk unless the babies is around. <laughs> oh yeah, I think like we're getting to a position now where people are hearing what you know. Your friends are sharing. Oh, this is what I like. Shorty did this. It's like remember ten years ago saying that Shorty licked your ass would have been crazy. <laughs> Or Shorty's telling even if she even if she looked a gooch, my nigga, back say, in the days was a little Shorty, too wild. Uh, Shorty telling her friends that she like a man ejaculating in her her cocoa puffs. That's still a little crazy, but it would have been crazy. Earth. <laughs> it would have been crazy. Earth. Yo, even even yo, you gotta understand how far we came. Eating coochie, yo, back in the days, bro. Niggas was lying like, yo, no man eat the box, no man eat the box, and niggas was meowing that shit though. <laughs> That's a funny. That's a thing. And now niggas is eating ass. <laughs> we see how much we evolved. Openly, openly. That's the wild part. It's like it's over. Like what? Like yeah. like that's a that's a sentence. That's a like a a sentence start on a date. Like yo, you eat ass? Yeah. I remember. I'm trying. I to blame Janae Aiko. I definitely you know do. she made that shit public. <sighs> this might not go. I was doing that shit before Janae, but I was smiling about it. I was like, oh, look at you, nasty bitch. You telling on us? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool though. Like, but niggas been doing that. You but know? it was like you know now it went from like. You know what happens? I think in, in mainstream, I think that things that were, I don't want to say exclusive, but more so reserved for a partner, 
have now been trickled down to every like your side like if your girl got a side piece, he might be eating her ass too. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's not like it's exclusive shit no more. It's like, oh well, everybody's doing everything. And I'm not saying like it's wild. It's like crazy to think about. It. It's like, yo, that's why you get those vanilla conversations. Like, yo, what is vanilla? What do you like? Are you doing this with everybody? That's the question. That's the turn off. Like, I was back in the streets oh, yeah. and I was like, oh, like remember what was it? Anal was a big thing when we was younger. It's like, oh, she gonna be putting her butt. Ah, ah. Some people like it's nasty. Some people like, oh, it's lit. It's like, yo, you letting every nigga do that? Wait a minute now. How do you hold that? That's a fact. Because there was some shorties back in the days who were virgins, but they wasn't anal virgins. Shout out to y'all, though. I want to know how y'all doing in life. (laughs) No, but I'm just saying, like, you really think about it. It's like, yo, now it's like, yo, you do that with everybody? Like, oh, I give, like, I give amazing head. You. Who did you suck it? What did you <laughs> It's like, what you mean? Facts. How, wait, who, who taught you how to suck dick? <laughs> like, no, not worried about that. But I'm like, yo, we just talking of, we was in like that sneaky link or that friend, not friend stage, but you know, like we not, there's no title to it. Like, all right, technically you could be out here sucking other dick. <laughs> wait a minute now. Yeah. And it's like, how I, no, like, mm, mm. it's a lot of conversations that need to be had. I think we're, we're starting to. You no, know I, I have a question though. Would you prefer your woman to be, hmm. I w- what would I want to say? Do you prefer your girl to be an expert in sex or be a novice? I prefer my girl to know what she like and stand mm. and stand ten toes down and what she like. But we willing to explore a little bit. I think closed minded sex is the worst. I think when you think that you were like nobody at twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty has mastered sex. No matter what they tell you. You you of course you had great sex, but I'm like the old heads that they get better. There's things that you can change. There's different things you can explore. There's new new toys. Man, there's this toy called Tracy's dog, ladies. I need that in your life. But I digress. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, don't they got that guac guac toy now that they be dropping all over um, oh, Twitter? It's like the the motorized fleshlight. A fleshlight is yeah. cool. I, I don't know. I don't trust that because that shit start going crazy. It's gonna rip skin off your dick, and you going that shit. I feel like that shit don't grow back. <laughs> I digress. I think, like I said, we just got to get back to that point. Like you got to have those conversations because I think we're at the point where it's like suddenly everything is expected to happen, and I'm like, yo, but do that. But please do that with people that you are locked in with. Now, your locked in might be different versions of other people's locked in because, you know, some people locked in on marriage. Some people, you know, a couple years in a relationship. But yeah, do I've it heard. with the person that you are locked in with, not somebody that, you know, you just got yeah, I've heard you know, home, together I, with. I've heard a homegirl say she's saving her butthole for her, her husband. I was like, that's cool. I respect that. I mean, you 10 toes down and you ain't never say no. It's just like you ain't giving it to these women. That's, like that's real shit. Like, I'm like, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. I just oh everybody can get it. Or like, you know, it, it, like I said, we have we are. A super sexual generation. Sex is very accessible. I don't know about the whole food. I don't know. Hope KFC not serving nut bowls soon or anything like that. But <laughs> like, I think like I said, this is conversations that need to happen in those spaces. Because like I said, that shit was wild. And like, yo, everybody trying to make Damn. everything cool. It's like people are making shit cool so they don't feel weird about doing it. It's some shit. I'm just like, yo, keep that to you. I'm, play. Yo, all right, mark this right now. Give it a year or two. You're gonna start hearing more about come covered foods out here. <laughs> That was tell you that mark this right now, nigga. That was just because she, she. This is the same girl that didn't know ham was pork. She didn't know foxes were real. And she seemed like the type that she uses semen for vitamins to so relax. But, 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 but you know what? I'm gonna give her credit though. She always told. She always told the public she's slow. I can she respect the person. I'm not, mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I get it. I was just saying that. I, just always, I can always respect that. She let you know from the get go. That Memphis school system failed her. <laughs> and hold on, time out. While we just off the docket, you saw that picture SZA put up. Hi, boo. Risking it all on the pod, I know. 
But it's okay. Abu. You, Kalani you, better. Why? Why? We did we had this whole argument in our DMs. We could bring it here. Like if y'all shout out first though, shout out Scissor Project. Oh, 300,000 yeah. Let me give you some applause. Um, yeah, I think I think they did a lot. Twenty all twenty three songs charted. Like she did numbers. Biggest R and B streaming ever on Spotify. Like Project is dope. Is it controlling? Um, I ain't gonna hold you. Those concert tickets, seven hundred. Sure. Yeah, what? Nah, I'm not going out. So I'm not going to nobody fucking concert no more. This is how we moving. Like that's how you're just trying to recoup the money from COVID. <laughs> yeah, miss me with that. I'm sorry, <laughs> but nah. When she put up a pic and you sent it to me, <laughs> I was like, I you know, like I ain't gonna hold you. Shit is aight. That shit was. <laughs> She 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 went to the good surgeon. You feel me? She had something but time was five years. And man. before 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 y'all get on me talking about oh I, she said it she said it in her song that she went she got her body done. I ain't gonna hold you. You remember last year when she was limping in the Grammys? Mm-hmm. They said that yo she just got off the BBL table. Niggas was Niggas on Twitter be on some shit. Probably did, but nah, I'm still standing by my that kill fuck Mary Scissor is the one I'm taking down. Kalani might be able to replace Janae. I don't know. But like I said, I, I'm standing to I don't know. Janae, Janae's small and compact. So I know she might be jumping off a chandelier or some shit. And she fake a thug too. Like she 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 be hanging around with a lot of um Compton gangs. So she might she might want a thug love too. So she's like, Hello yeah. Ash. You, you know you know you know that rumor that yo skinny girls take good dick. Like they be old. Everybody be going for the thick girls and all that. But hey, all my skinny girls, I know y'all could take a, y'all could take a mean beating. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been intimate with a skinny girl. Look at that. I said that so professionally. I've never been intimate with a skinny girl. Have I? Hmm. I only, I only had one, and she was amazing. Shout out to you, mama. Keep <laughs> doing your thing. Hope everything's all right. You raising your kid well. What the God, nah. well, I'm giving shout outs. Nah, I'm trying to think. Maybe I might have one. Now that I think about it. it was, yeah, yeah. Let's stay with my I mean, factuals. I mean, we did go up that one time, and you, you know what? Let's let's continue. That's <laughs> why you ain't shit. Okay, but we recorded this a little earlier, you know. Um, also, this is gonna be released before the holidays. So, happy holidays to all my people out there. Happy um Hanukkah to all my Jewish folks. You know, Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas. Bon Voyage, all that good shit. Finis Navidad, Jingle Bell Rocks, and all that good shit. You feel me? But today, we recording this yeah. on December 21st. Really? Do you know what today is? No, no. When we going back on the docket, I guess, what is today? Go ahead. Today is the day that us Negroes rise, and we finally acquire our, our abilities. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with this. A couple of years ago, they said that in December 21st, I guess the soulless and then black people were going to get abilities. And I, every black person was was on Twitter, you know, naming what ability they're going to have. You feel me? Like a, a nigga going to levitate. A nigga going to have eye power. So I wanted to ask you, Slick, if today, if this shit was actually true, what ability or power would you want? Damn. Do I want to be a superhero or a super sleaze? That's the question. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I need some like eye powers. I feel like I need my Sasuke Sharingan type shit. See what's coming my way. Be able to kind of dictate movements. Be able to hypnotize a little bit. Because I feel like if you got that, like I do most of my shit one on one. So or in mm-hmm. small group settings. So it's like I would need to like you know 
blow shit up or nothing like that. You just, you know, control people with your eyes. I, 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 I'll take a, a actual Negro Sharangan. I yo, is it, is it, my power is different. Okay, not a lot of people know this, but the power that I really love or the character, the power that I really like. Even though I don't really like the character that much, it's the Flash. I would love to have the Flash power. But I would only want the Flash power if nobody else has power. So what's the point of getting it on nigga day when all the niggas got powers? I know, I know. But that's a power that, like, it's so convenient if I was just the only powerful person in the universe, because you know, I get to you be wherever issues. I want to be. You got control you issues. Feel? Your wallet. <laughs> like I, said, I want powers, <laughs> but my powers come. You can't have none, niggas. Now, if now, if 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 anybody else, because you know, now if anybody else has power, niggas gonna be fight. You feel me? So I gotta pick an ability that not only is convenient in my regular life, but I can whip a nigga ass with it. So you know, a nigga might have to, you know, take a super strength. A nigga can't just get flying because you know a nigga that flies ain't Hawkeye ain't doing shit. <laughs> I, mean, I mean Hawkman, whatever that DC character ain't really doing much with his little fucking club, you know. Uh, I'm a I'm gonna go with. I need I need I need the mind. I want the mind control. Uh, give me Professor X or Jean Grey. Oh, you want to be a phoenix? You want to be a bad bitch? <laughs> Hey, hey, niggas ain't fucking with me though. Yeah. I fucked this whole universe up. Fair enough. I think another dope power would probably be the teleportation or like the power to like generate energy, whether kinetically or whatever. Cause I think like if you, if you Ooh, can think of because I think if you could do that, like imagine you could charge your devices, you could probably channel that energy into dudes and other stuff. You could create cool technology that you could power with your own energy. Like you could build a jetpack and be like, all right, it's, it's powered off of me, so it don't need fuel and shit like that. Build like I think that would be tough too. So or earth bending. I ain't gonna lie to you. I fuck with earth bending a lot. But if I but I might I'm I might have to uh water bending too because water bending I can I can go on water fast, you know, all that and also if niggas really want to fuck with me, I can I can I can evolve the power to blood bending. Oh, you want to go? We just sit between anime, comics, and fucking Avatar. All right, I guess it's that. Come kind on, of that we we lit. It's episode ninety nine. I saw you was you, crying. Not only not only we talk about come cover food, but we talking about powers out here. You saw you. I saw you was sad that they not giving Black Adam a second movie. Bro, DC. They started on some bullshit. They made it a multiverse. They smart. That's how you reboot. You don't. You don't cancel. But they out. they eliminating a lot of characters like um um Henry Carvel. I don't know how to say his Uncle last Bell. name, but he's not Henry Superman Cavill. no more, which they just fought to get him back for the Black Adam movie. And he's supposed to face Black Adam in the next Black Adam movie. I'm just like, that. yo, the theater went crazy. Now, I think I have poor movie taste, bro, because a lot of movies that niggas were saying about DC, I actually really like. You know what's funny? I was going to say it on Twitter, but I was like, you're going to call me a hater. So I'm going to just let it. I left it alone. I went to work. I said, fuck it. I'm not no. Nah, cause cause I I left I left Black Adam, like oh shit DC actually got one like yes there was some cringe moments, um that The Rock did in the beginning but overall, I'm like oh shit I fuck with, I fuck with I fuck with Black Adam they really got one it was really entertaining, it had a lot of action pack the the um the CGI looks amazing. Apparently that shit was a monstrosity amongst the comic heads. So I'm like, oh shit, I might be, I might have poor taste. <laughs> and even Shazam, I like Shazam. Shazam was good. Shazam was OD good. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you gotta... And I like Aquaman. Aquaman, um, it was I. 
I ain't gonna hold you. It. I'm not gonna put it in the same realm as Black Adam, but I fuck with it. You feel me? Nah, I feel you. I just feel like you know, Marvel had a slow run. Black Adam was supposed to be something that could you know elevate DC at the time, and it, it didn't do the numbers they wanted. So they hired. They smart. They went and got a comic book guy to be their president. They got a guy that understands the business of it. The comic book guy is one of the best movie writers out. So. They're going to start from. And you, do you remember the Power Ranger movie? Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? We failed it. I, somebody tweeted that today and I agreed it. I saw that shit four times. I'm a Power Ranger star. Bro, apparently it was trash. It wasn't to trash. To the public. It wasn't trash to the public. It was, you know what it was? When you think about Power Rangers. Because it got, it got, it got, it got a, a 5.9 out of 10, 51% rotten. Think about what like, they did. Think about what Power Rangers is. If you really think about it, it's plot, it's recycled footage from a Japanese Super Sentai show. Yes, I'll be knowing. And oh it, yeah, I'm um, Kami Rider. There's no what's there's no what's it called? There's like romantic interests aren't really fleshed out. I, ever mm. since season what Power Rangers in Space maybe might be one of the last times they really fleshed out like romantic characters and like had really deep plot threads. Yeah, but it was it was never the it was never yeah, the it was strong never, suit. Like it. It, it developed every episode developed like one character slightly, <laughs> and it was like it never carried over. It rarely carried over from one episode to the next. Every season was a different team. This movie was like the Breakfast Club gets power. I can argue that yes, it was two hours and. They didn't start fighting until the last 30 minutes. We had an hour and a half of just straight character development, which probably would have served better as a uh, a miniseries and a movie. But you developed the characters. You, you you included people of color. You included the LGBTQ community. You gave us a great tease for Tommy's development. Um, The suits looked R. cool. Yeah, yeah, the suits looked cool. The Zords, like, I, I think what they did with Goldar and Rita, like, yo, Rita was the original OG Green Ranger, which explains why she has the, why, you know, Tommy would be the Green Ranger coming up, why they would be on the same side. I think it was dope. I just feel like you had great guys. Oh, think about it. All the people in the main movie, they're, like, major stars now. Like, um, what's the name? The Blue Ranger is in, is in rap shit. The Red Ranger, the Cray Montgomery was in Stranger Things. The Pink Ranger was in the uh, Charlie's Angel reboot. She's done several other movies. I- oh, yeah. I'm looking at the cast list right now. These are some people that are doing stuff. Right. Brian. Oh, they, had, they, had, they had Bill um, Hader. Bill Hader was in there as Alpha 5. Right. Like, it was a great movie. It had great potential, but there was no direction from the studio with which way to go. Who was it? Yeah, they did. You, you're 100% correct. They do have a lot of dope people that are popping right now. I'm about to watch this shit tonight, Haki. But it's one of those. Yeah, people. that's why. Because, you know, I was always wondering, where's the part two coming? And but I was nah. like, and I kind of forgot about it. But nah. But the thing is, this net, I'm showing y'all how much my, how big a nerd I am. I'm sorry. And if y'all bored, y'all can fast forward to the talk section. But Netflix bought Power Rangers. So Netflix is distributing the next season, which is like the 32nd season. It's 10 episodes, original suits, original fighting. Like, it's a continuation of the last two seasons. I haven't really watched them too much. I know that they were really, like, in terms of, like, out of 30 seasons, they're, like, considered top 10 type shit. So, mm-hmm. it's like, and once again, you're getting that Netflix bag. You're getting 10 episodes. You're not getting the usual 20 to 30 or 40 episodes. So, you know, it's going to be plot straightforward. It's a chance Power Rangers is about to get a reboot. And I think they're going to move into, like, that, you know, teen angst, you know, Thing, the thing Netflix does so well with young dramas and you add the action elements to it. Like Netflix, if there's one thing Netflix can do with an original series, it's that. They can develop young characters oh, yeah, and give you great action. You know, Power Rangers, we need to go we need to add a little maturity, a little gore to it. Let's see where we go. Yeah. All right. 
So let's just run through this docket, even though you fuck know. this docket. If something, all right. Up, well, if something come up huh? interesting, fuck this docket. If something come up interesting, oh yeah. But whatever. Let's talk about that's this a other, fact. Let's talk about the wax. Um, all right, Leon Messi. Is he the Lionel, goal? Lionel Messi. Relax, Lionel. Lionel Messi. I don't know. I don't watch. You wildin'? I don't watch ODN. soccer. That's the goat. <laughs> that's the goat. Don't do that. They will have my my Puerto Ricans, my Dominicans, my Argentinians. They be wildin'. Relax. Nah, they they going crazy in Argentina. Like, yo, I saw I saw the video. My nigga, they had over. They said they had over ten million people out there wilding. They found his house. He had to be helicoptered, like escorted away. Found now, him. is he that that probably was the greatest? I'm I'm a, I'm putting some respect on it. Football game ever, like the back to back scoring. And um, I don't know how you pronounce the French guy name. Mbappe. Mbappe. He scored two goals in one minute and 30 seconds. Nigga, I'm about to lose this nigga in FIFA. <laughs> He's on the same team with Messi and FIFA. That's the crazy part. And Messi, Namor, they Under two team. minutes, bro. He brought them and back. You know, niggas don't understand how hard it is to score goals in, in, in football. Like, that shit, the, the usual scores in, in football games are 0-1 to one or 2-1. to one. Ain't really, this shit was 3-3 three to three plus penalty. Yeah, nah. It was a great game, one of the highest scoring games in World Cup history, and it was like it was like a, a prize fighting match. You know, Argentina went Argentina went up early, whooping ass. And the when you thought right when you thought the French was out of it around the seventy eighth minute, Mbappe gives you back to back joints and gets you another one after Messi gets his third. Right? It's just like you got the the two best players on the field going crazy, and it comes down to penalties, and the Argentinian team did not miss. And it's crazy because France won four years ago, so it's like. You win four years ago. Do you come back? You come in runner up. It's like it makes you a fan. I think that's something. Like I, I think black people don't play or watch soccer. Like American blacks because you know score would be too low and soccer isn't as heavily marketed in the in this market in America. Yeah, in the American market. But I think this might lead to an influx of investment within American soccer. And you know they'll be showing. I know they do show Premier League games and the other big European league games, but it's like it's sporadic. And to my knowledge, I don't see them on all the time. But like I was at the bar last night just having solo dinner and whatnot. And they had like a soccer they had like a soccer recap. And I was watching that shit like, oh them, them, them niggas right there, boy. This shit right. <laughs> <laughs> then they put the next game on. I was like, oh right, the Knicks is doing that shit too. Okay. But it was we like I was, I was enjoying the that. The Knicks is on the roll. But shout out to Lionel Messi. And it was Salt Bay. That shit what you was doing was corny, my boy. I know they paid you to go out there and try to interact with them. That you was trying to make that World Cup about you. That shit was corny. And they got people Come talking about you, which is cool for you, I guess, because at the end of the day, as a social media creative, you do just clout gets you where you need to be. But yo, you was really mm-hmm. doing the most for a photo op. Come on, my boy. And also, who was that nigga on the Argentinian? That nigga that got that the golden glove, whatnot, and he did that pose. Oh, he was humping the thing. Yeah, I was he like, brave. What the fuck? he brave. They killed. They, um, you can't have sex. You can't drink. You can't do nothing over in Qatar. So, God, I hope he made it home. Um, that's a fact. All right, real quick. I don't want to stand on this too much. I just found it crazy on this case at least Harvey Weinstein was found guilty on Monday a prevalent person in this Me Too movement he got um, found guilty and he's going to be um, you know facing up to 14 years in prison and he's already 70 so that's a that's a death sentence that's all she wrote bro it's over Good clap Goodbye. yeah but I, I only reason why I brought this up and we're not going to stay up too long on it is that a lot of black cases was getting a lot of recognition throughout the media, and hold and behold, this court case here barely saw the light of day in black media. Um, not in black media, but just in media in general. 
And I found it real, real, real little crazy that Tory Lanez and Megan Stein is catching more exposure when this guy is actually really nasty over here, raping and using his power for evil. You said it. He's white. Me, you don't care about white men doing nothing. Find their best interest. Yeah. I don't want somebody to look like me get in trouble when I got the power or show him getting in trouble. It happens. Cool. Catch the headline. Sorry to yeah. say. Yeah. All right, so what's your, what's your, well, so we, we, this is now these next two stories, like I wanted to talk about because I don't know how I feel about this. We, so I, they, and you know, it's so crazy that they both got into the media. We were talking about Shad Moss, aka Bow Wow, and Romeo, both in the media for different reasons, but it's so crazy because they need to be for each other. Now, Romeo is in, the media because he 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 started um these posts about his father and how you know they struggle financially and his pops kind of like kind of lied on the life that they lived and you know since 18 they've been struggling what's your whole thoughts on that whole interaction i think that one is important as you reach a point in manhood where you can stop idolizing the, your elders and look at them for who they are and I think that that's what's happened with Romeo, especially the situation is like when you realize, yo, hey, we really like, you know, they calling you a billionaire, you big hustle, you doing this, that, and the third, ah, ah, but we 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 had to struggle for some shit. You gotta get out the mud. I don't know if it stems from like them having some private blowout that just went public or whatnot, but I think it's like yeah, they, they he said that he can't communicate with him through any other means, so that's why he went to the social media route. Hey, like especially if the father was providing and shit like that, and they got low with it, like yeah, I get it. Like I said, I'm taking it from the standpoint of like as you get older, especially as a man, you achieve manhood. You're definitely just like yo, you can tell, you can say what the fuck things are, as opposed to like you know, like falling back out of respect or deference to your parents or a senior or an elder, and you know hold people accountable. And Masterpiece not doing what he's supposed to do for his family. Who else but the person who helps you, you know, maintain for a little while after in the you know mid to late 2000s, like or early to mid 2000s, right? Who um was a big part of your your, your ma- maintenance or maintaining social status with the Romeo show and you know the music and things like that? So definitely, definitely, I'm not mad at him for you know coming out. With yeah, it. It, it 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 is crazy because you know a lot of people you know a lot of times when you know celebrities come out on social media, a lot of people are like yo keep this off the net. But I can understand how you know he said that he exhausted every other option and it ain't come out. But side note, I knew he was doing bad when he was doing them ICDC college. ICDC college. He's like, you went to USC, bro. Come on now. But you know, I just, I just find it hard because you know it's kind of like, especially with just parents and you. I think we talked about this previously. It's like that age where you find out your parents are not superheroes and they are human. That is a tough day as as a kid. You feel me? When you realize they don't have all the answers. They're not the superhero that you think they are. They can't solve everything. Like they are humans. They have their flaws. They have their own things that they have to recover from. They even have their own trauma. Even with seeing with my parents, I, I feel that type of way. Like it was kind of hard. It was kind of like a a reality check. And it, it it's just crazy, you know. It, it sucks that you know they're public figures. So when these things come on social media, it's kind of like, damn, 
it ruins that facade that we have. But yo, all my all my people out there, like your parents are human. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. And it's not and, and it's not a I'm not saying it's a good thing, but they they are human. They make mistakes. They have that just hey, as long as they can get back together, and I think you know they did. I think Master P released it a video addressing certain things. So now Romeo is, is receiving his first check from the rap, the, the rap snacks. I think hopefully they make it through. Now, the Bow Wow and Jermaine Dupree situation gets a little iffy, though, because Jermaine Dupree recently, did, um, recently had an interview where he claimed that Basically, the idea of 106 and Park was him. Like, he basically like, kind of created 106 and Park. Now, Bow Wow took it upon himself on Twitter to be like, no, you did not. And basically, you kind of undermining the BT execs and everything along that line. And it just kind of went until he kind of, like, tried to separate himself from Jermaine Dupree. And it came to a point where the brat had to step in and kind of called them out and be like, yo, this man has done everything for you. And you publicly go against him all like every few years. What is your problem sort of thing? What's your thoughts on all of that? Oh, that's tough. I, I did see the video of Jermaine Dupree basically saying, it's anyway, that he started 106 in Park for Bow. I'm like, you know, these old niggas be lying. It's <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, selective memory. Yeah, it's like, I was, he might have been in a meeting, but they might already had the show coming out. It wasn't just for Bow Wow, but Bow was probably one of the most iconic people on 106 in Park. Um, in terms of Bow Wow, like calling him out, like, I mean, you know, as again, as you get to manhood, shit that some shit sounds you think about shit and they rub you the wrong way. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm saying like, but I, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but he like everything he's saying. He's like, "Yo, I learned, the, I learned the whole game." Because you know the whole story. Like Snoop Dogg, he got some connection with Snoop Dogg. Him. I think that's his uncle. Or so, and then you know, Snoop Dogg connected him with JD, and then JD kind of took it from there with his career and blah blah blah. And so while on this, while he was kind of like clapping back at people, getting at him, he was kind of like just kind of discrediting J- Jermaine Dupree. And I didn't really like that because Jermaine Dupree never really... He never said nothing bad about and this is not, Yeah, and he and this is not the first time that Bow Wow has taken shots at Jermaine Dupree before when they had, like, probably disputes. And I don't, I don't like that. I feel like sometimes when we do get into disputes with other people, we forget what people have done for them. Yeah, people. You can say whatever you can say about Snoop Dogg giving you the opportunity or teaching you the game and whatnot, but that man right there, he put you on. You're right. And you was calling him father for mad years, and he allowed you to. And he has no blood relations with you. Maybe they fell off. Maybe they're not working as much as they used to. And he in his bag. I'm just saying, like as a man, I get it. Like again, right or wrong, you're gonna feel the way about some of the people that you came up. But you're right. They're like you put me on. Respect. And I, but if we're being honest, one, Bow Wow does have a habit of trying to drum up headlines for every once in a while. We can't lie about that. Mm-hmm. From the private jet shit and things like things that generate attention and scream to it shit. Not saying if he was right or wrong in that regard, but like, you know, he he's been known to do that. And two, what was my thing? I got my second point. Did I? I don't think I did. Hold on. And so he just he drums up effects, he drums up all that shit. But it's also two, it's just like, yo, like, I don't know what's good with boy, but you gotta like Yo, like, let's not do this shit in public. 
Especially because that's because Jermaine Dupree, like you said, has never said anything bad about Bow Wow. He's always big up to him and be like, "Yo, Bow, you like he did this shit. He started a lot of this shit that y'all doing." So I'm just hope like I said, hope they can get that shit together. But it's a shitty situation. And, 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 it, 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 it's just crazy though because it's kind of like it's like not bite the hand that feeds you because I don't I I understand how people feel some type of way about that saying because it's kind of like damn you supposed to always respect that person even though they might do something crazy to you but it's kind of like yo don't discredit the man's involvement in your career I don't know because maybe you haven't seen the tweets so maybe you don't see that but from how he's tweeting he's kind of like given majority of his career to Snoop Dogg. And I'm like, yo, Snoop Dogg wasn't standing with you publicly the way Jermaine Dupree was standing publicly with you. And Jermaine Dupree had the whole So So Death providing you beats, providing you features and shit like that. All the jagged edge. You talking to a person who's in the, um, what you gonna call it, the songwriter. Uh, not songwriter, but... Um, it's the songwriter Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. The creation of many groups. What? Many stuff. And he put you on his platform. Don't discredit him. That's why I don't though. like let me ask you a question though when niggas get mad do they not discredit the motherfucker that made them mad to validate their points but I always think that's corny like I didn't say it was right but I'm saying does that not happen in a in 8 out of 10 arguments you witnessed or even been a part of somebody is going to discredit a lot of what you've done for them or a lot of what you've meant to them to validate their feelings in that moment and it's a shitty thing to do but people still do it that's just sad. But let's talk about some positive news. The Knicks tape, baby. We out here. We, what, seven in a row? Eight. Even with to go for nine tonight as of this recording. I ain't going to hold you. What's your thoughts? Because I ain't going to lie. They, they they looking to get Zach Levine, though. But who? Mm. Why would you break up chemistry when what you got right now is working? That's just some Nick shit. And, he, and he's coming <laughs> off a knee surgery. He has not looked like Zach Levine yet. <laughs> that you're getting him for a discount. But um, no, I think like I literally right before they started winning, I said I was telling my I was telling Rakibu I was like, yo, they suck. They feel like, we both agreed they fucking suck, and they have not lost since. But I think it's like Thibodeau did something that we weren't first comfortable with. He benched three key rotation guys. He benched uh, D Rose. He benched Fournier, and he benched Reddish. And we were like, oh, yo, you wilding, my boy. But in doing so. You know, you got more consistency. So you guys know where their minutes are coming from. And I feel like that's something. When you know where you're going to be able to play, it's so much easier. And honestly, somebody just Julius Randle, though. Julius Randle's like a double-edged sword. He's going he's gonna to give you some buckets, but he's going to also make some dumb decisions. But that's the thing. He doesn't have to be the, the engine that makes the car ride anymore. Now it's Jalen Brunson. And Brunson is consistent. He knows when to get guys shots. He knows when to get his shot. I think it just makes guys more comfortable knowing like RJ and Julius don't have to force. Think about it. They're averaging similar numbers to what they averaged last year, but the efficiency, mm-hmm. especially in like Julius's case, has been immaculate. Because like I don't he doesn't have to pound and dribble the ball thirty five times to go and then drive left into a double team and be mad he doesn't get a foul call. Right? RJ doesn't have to try to outrun people and shoot a bunch of excess jump shots. They're both getting what, eighteen shots a game. But then you got Mitchell Robinson looking good like an elite role like role player Quentin Grimes who we didn't trade I understand why because you put Donovan Mitchell out there while he's right now I'm not going to front D Mitch might be top 10 in the league who's playing defense yeah. who's playing defense who's who's just spotting up who's okay not taking a shot till the third or fourth quarter who's okay you know setting the screens and moving to the corner like you feel me 
RJ looks like he had to get in line for a little while. He had to figure out, all right, well, I don't get to just dribble the ball and, you know, take 25 shots. I'm only getting 17. I'm getting 14 to 18, maybe 20 on a good night. You feel me? So I'm definitely liking what I see. I don't think they're going to go anywhere. I think Shaq and Chuck said it last night. The Knicks ain't winning nothing, not even a round. But there's still time. Come to- on now. Can, can we get one round? But think about it. Think we could- all right, who is above them? Boston. Um, 76ers. Cleveland. Philly. No, I think we was in fourth place. We're in six. We're in six. And it's one more team above them. It might be it might be Atlanta. All those teams on paper and in reality, when healthy, are better than us. Oh, we're six. Wow. And we would play either Milwaukee. Oh, and Brooklyn. I'm wilding. So we'd play either Brooklyn or who's third? We could give we could give Cleveland a run for that money though. Not a seven. Healthy? No. Healthy, no. Because we match up at every position and they're better than us at every position. We need we need to whip the Hawks ass though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I would love to have that when they're healthy rematch. When when they're healthy, they're better than us. Trey Young is better than Brunson. DeJounte Murray is better than Arm Grimes. RJ and whichever forward they're trotting out there, it's a wash. RJ's not offensively talented enough to completely dominate a matchup in a playoff series yet. That's why we need Zach Levine. Get him back to his old spirit. <laughs> Again, who do you trade? I mean, they. I, I know. I know. I know. I um. I know they was trying to fake shop um. Cameron Radish. Yeah, I know that's been. They the had the ammunition for, for a big trade, but it's like unless you're getting a a, a Shea Alexander, Shea Gilgis Alexander, unless you're they, they, they're not letting him go. That nigga been balling. That's exactly. Clutch. I know yeah. they released some new new awards. Clutch clutch player of the year. It's already that's over. my yeah. vote. It's already over. It's like you're not. You, mm-hmm. He's got like three what four game winners already. It's over. Yeah, but like. There's not many guys out there that you could say could come in. Like, this Knicks unit might top out. They might get to five if they're lucky based on injuries and the fact that they are, like, OB's not hurt. Like, I, I'm looking at the way that they've drafted. They've drafted guys who, yes, there's no superstar, but those players can play. And like I said, you could consolidate. Like, they got the big contracts for Rose and the big contract for Fournier. The hell? That's the feds coming? What? I ain't even say nothing. That shit sound crazy. <laughs> They got those. They got those big contracts. They got all them draft picks. They could go get somebody, but it's like, what do you get? You feel me? Because you would say in a perfect world, yes, Randall's been playing well, but is this like, is this the new normal? Or is this just he's riding a hot streak? He's been getting to the free throw line. Will he perform like this when it counts? Because when he when we did make it to the playoffs, yeah, that nigga was or, or ass when... cheeks, sweaty ass cheeks. So yeah. so I don't know. Like I'm content. Like if they were to make the playoffs, cool. But it's like again, this is one of those drafts where it's like shit. You, if you were in the 10th pick, you got a chance to get a superstar. I mean, you always have the area, but this is one of those deep drives where it's like there's talent there. I know they got, like, multiple picks. They can still move up, but it's like, God damn. Like, go to the playoffs and lose in the first round and get the 19th pick, and maybe you luck out and get another Quentin Grimes, an elite role player. But, like, at eventually you're going to, like, Toronto. look at Toronto. They had elite role players, so when they got a Kawhi Leonard, it was lit. It was on site. It allowed them to push them forward. Yeah. yeah it, it allowed- but the thing about it is, is it's been the same stuff every summer though. Oh yeah, a new superstar is available. The Knicks always failed to capitalize in acquiring them. Well, like you- we was all we was all big talks about Donovan Mitchell. Danny Angels. We didn't really that. push it. Danny Angels wasn't doing that. He wanted the farm. He wanted the Knicks to give up uh, two starters, IQ and Obi, plus like six first round picks. And again. I, 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 but for the Knicks though, I feel like the Knicks owe, owe the fans a, a, a dumb trade like that. 
But does that guarantee? What does that get you? Does it change your circumstance? Are you making the playoffs? Are you? We just need to have sort of like that Madison Square Garden feeling back when we had Carmelo. You feel me? And didn't win. Amari Stoudemire and didn't win shit. Mm-hmm. One one playoff series in like five years. Hey, but we had that infamous line: "Your wife tastes like honey nut Cheerios." Niggas we need almost, that. Niggas almost died. I'm, niggas said, we need that. You feel me? All I'm saying is, let's hope that they continue to play well. I hope, I hope RJ. You know, everybody say RJ sucks the first month of the season, and he starts playing like God the next couple. But let's hope Julius Randle keeps his trade value high. Not saying we should trade him, but I mean, there's if we're gonna go young, let's see what we can find. I, I, as long as he's playing like this, he's cool. But it's like you gotta watch it. I don't think they're going further than at luck. And that's like saying you play uh, the Nets and KD's out for the series type shit. You can get to fucking the second round. That's as far as we go. There is no miracles coming to the Guardian. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, I have a question, Slick. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about men arguing with women? How do I feel about men arguing with women? It depends on which, what they're arguing about and which way they're arguing. Is it a debate? Okay. Is it? You want to, you want to, um. Yeah, context? it's kind of like just a debate. So I don't know if you're familiar with this, but, you know, Joe Button recently had a lot to say about Meg Thee Stallion, which was surprising to me because she did do one of his sit-down um, interviews. But then she he recently came out, said that, you know, Meg Thee Stallion has treated people that I have a long-standing relationship in the industry bad, kind of like discrediting her a little bit, which is... I ain't going to lie to you, Joe. That was a bad time, especially with this case and the whole narrative that black men don't like black women thing going on. But Vivica Fox, you know, she's on the show with Lisa Ray and everything. Clap back at him and told him to sit your bitch ass down. So she was saying all these things. If, oh, we got the clip, right? You want to load it up? It's the second slide first. And then he got his response on the first one. Rap. It's just driving y'all crazy that the sisters is just ruling and taking numbers and can tell y'all about yourself, look sexy with it. It's a new day, you know, but if you wanted some attention, to be honest with you, I think that's the wrong one to try and get it from because it's really coming out. Facts are finally coming out after so many years of uh, this trial being long awaited that she was shot. So, you know, Get used to it, brother. It's a new day. Girls are ruling. Sorry, Joe Button. <laughs> That's going by. Joe Button, if you don't button it up and you sit down. play the first jam, one. I'm hating on that girl. Okay. Be very careful with how y'all continue to speak about me, because I got right here Vivica Fox movies. And let me tell you, girl, <laughs> here you go right here. 2021, Aquarium Dead. 2020, some called Arkansas. Then you was in Hooking Up. Vivica Fox, shut the fuck up before I book you for a movie. You don't cost but five dollars to get it done. I will book that entire Fox old show for $75.99. You better leave me alone. Mind your fucking business. Claudia Jordan, shut the fuck up. You gotta shut the fuck up. It can get bad. What's your take, Slick? <laughs> Ugh, they both was tweaking. I think, ah, oh, man. <laughs> I should have watched that. Um, damn, this might not go well. 
Oh, stop. That's wild. Uh, yeah, like I said, it depends on context. These are two people using their platforms to take shots at each other. Again, it's a very sensitive topic. I want to double back to the Meg situation after this if we can't. Oh, no, we, we're not talking about that. Oh, no, we got to talk about mm-hmm. the party shit, about him being embarrassed. And we got to talk about that shit. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah. But, um, nah, like, because I'm like, all right, if you're, like, there's a way to say, like, all right, I don't agree with what you're saying. But you already, like, both parties have strong personalities. Like, so once she told him to this bitch ass down, he wasn't going to just sit there and take that. At the same point, it's like, yo, people are saying, like, Joe, you you did have her on pull up. Like, you showed her love. You showed her affection. What changed? This is like, and it's out of left field. This is not nothing you've said in the last couple of years. So I could get why Vivica Fox or, or any other woman will, will want to come to Megan Thee Stallion's defense, right? I think in Joe Budden's case, to say I could buy, I could pay for it, like, that's always a corny argument to me. Because it's like, what are you proving? You got money. You want to shit on another person's career? Like, she's coming at your character about which some, a comment that you made about mm. a, a real-life incident that is really, again, I'm not trying to be, add her hyperbole to this con, to this conversation, but it is kind of right now, to a lesser extent, the black OJ's case, not with a murder, but it just in terms of the divisiveness is caused, created between black men and black women, right? Yep. And I think just to, agree. Go, to go to the route of, like, Oh yeah, you know I could pay for you your last move. Yes, we know we ain't seen Vivica Fox and shit in a minute. It's okay, we good. You feel me? But you did not do anything to either validate your point or invalidate what she was saying. That's why I'm like, it's it's hard to it's hard for black men and women to argue because it's going to go to that. Oh, you bitch, you hoe, you blame ass nigga, you bum bitch. Da 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 da. Instead of being like, yo, what are we really arguing? Even when you argue with your lady, you got to really be very strategic. And ladies, like like we said it, like girls could cut deep, but it's like, how is you cutting deep? How does that impact what? we are trying to accomplish or what we are discussing right now. I think that's just the biggest point. And you and you and you hundred percent correct. It it doesn't really accomplish a lot. It doesn't. It actually hurts us more than it helps us. And let's not front like Vivica Fox wasn't that girl back in the days. I ain't gonna lie. She's the first one that I know that was licking man's ass. She licked 50, 50 cents ass. You feel me? Shout out to her for being a pioneer in that regard. Um, Vivica A. Fox was that, was that girl, especially Lisa Ray. Claudia Jordan, I don't know what work she did professionally. I know she, you know, she knows a lot of famous people. I don't know about her acting career, but Claudia Jordan is good people's. But I think Joe Button was standing up for the people that he was cool with and that expressed what Megan did to them during before this. But like I said before, this was just horrible timing. But I say all of this like with the whole argument and stuff like that, because this year was like the year of arguments, a lot of back and forth, a lot of black women versus black women, black men versus black women, a lot of dating things. And um, Webster just released the word of the year. Can you guess what's the word of the year, Slick? I don't know. Ratchet, tussle. Gaslighting oh. <laughs> is the official word of the year. And I think that fits this year perfect because I ain't going to hurt you. I never heard of gaslighting before, but this shit been tossed around <laughs> like a hot potato this whole year, bro. Oh, how you feel about that? I mean, gaslighting is like the new toxic. I'm a toxic one, shit. I'm a member of TXE. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. But let's 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 give the proper definition. Gaslighting is the act or practice of grossly misleading someone, especially from one's own advantage. Yeah, I don't niggas do that every day. 
<laughs> but but some of y'all we gonna get to this in our um some of y'all we gonna get into this in our toxic segment. I just wanted to bring the I'm bringing this only bring this word up so y'all can get some context when we do this toxic segment. Some of y'all be using gaslighting when y'all have the choice, but you want to be naive. And I'm not putting no gender behind it because guys do it too. Guys be naive as well. Y'all be naive, but then when shit don't go the way that you want it to go. You quickly attribute it to gaslighting until the person misled you into this. And no, you was fully aware. You just chose to ignore it. Absolutely. Always. All right. I don't want to talk about Elon oh, Musk. Though, Elon Musk stepped down. Time Twitter out. is trash now. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We, we, we supposed to double back to the next situation. What do you think about the statement that came out that's like she's, I, I know I don't want the part about her wishing she got shot. That was just terrible. But like regretting the embarrassment she brought to her, her man. What, what was your thoughts when that comment came out? Ooh. That's tough because it depends. Was she honest with him? She would have to be, right? I would. I'm. A, I'm gonna assume Megan is smart enough when she knew this was going to trial and she started dating him and it went and it because they've been together for two years now after the situation that. That at least in year one, she would be honest about her dating life, especially when she knows, because because the argument, the defense of Tories, this is not a new argument that's been out. He's been he's been kind of like a, a, alluding to this in his music and everything on social niggas media. Thought they and all was, that. Niggas thought they was fucking when they was just hanging out before, and she pulled up on the live. You know, she had to check her nigga like, oh, you out here with bitches twerking? Let me twerk so you can see what you got. <laughs> Come on, yeah, you feel me? So. I'm going to assume that Megan did the right thing and basically told him who she messed with, at least industry-wise. Especially because, you know, they're in the industry, you don't want the nigga dapping up niggas that you pipe that he don't know because, you know, niggas be doing some 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 corny shit like that. They did as well. So I don't think... I, so I don't I don't see that party is embarrassed because I think he already know and I think he already kind of got over it since he's still together with her. So I don't think it's embarrassing. I think that was just oh, what that she, just sound good in court. That just sound good in court. What if she talking about one, but she ain't talking about talking about the others and all that shit came out? Ooh, now that I ain't gonna lie to you. If I was party, then I'll be on some bullshit. I'm like, all right, I know about I know about Tori. I know you messed with the little nigga. All right, cool. But Ben Simmons. That nigga was like accusations. <laughs> Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? And, um, and, the baby, like again, chemistry wise, you can see it. Well, you could tell who your girl would fuck or probably did fuck based on chemistry. If you really, but pay but attention. but before 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 they before that song came out, they was cool they and was, they was performing together in concerts. Yeah. So it's kind of like, wait, hold on, you was performing with a nigga that you beat and you didn't. You ain't saying nothing. Oh shit, lost him. Wait a minute. Yeah, you got in trouble. They came for your ass. Oh yeah, but that shit sound crazy. You 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 performing with a nigga, you making songs with a nigga that you be, and I'm with you. Hold on, and you didn't tell me. I right, yeah. Is that? So I don't think he's that, embarrassed because I think Megan is smart enough. I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt and say that she did tell people, Are people smart enough? We're gonna take away from Megan this time. We're gonna flip it a little bit. Are people smart enough, or do they not go to have you? I, I'm going personal in my life. When it comes to self-preservation and relationship preservation, both myself and women I have dated, 
have done have lied about completely obvious shit just to make sure that you know you want to save face in the moment. No one is going to go to court. No one is going to come out. So, do you think just because <laughs> I'm just asking? You're, you're giving somebody you are so control. You are so right because there are certain women that would take a secret to the grave. But niggas, it doesn't do- matter that is it was announced in court. They showed paperwork. She's still going to be like, no, I did not. <laughs> like, nah, I wasn't fucking that bitch lying. <laughs> you feel me? But that's the thing. That's why I'm saying, like, as a man, and this is like just coming from the perspective, of, like I've been there, done that, had this shit. Not like the like I've had women lie to me about. Their actions and what they were doing And I've lied to women about it on the flip side It's mm-hmm. like yo At a point You're going to self preserve Because you do not want To really deal with that person's emotions In the future and you feel like A lot of people feel like If I have time equity meaning like oh this happened Oh we never did this and we have 8 good months Afterwards you're not going to worry About that when it comes up Not realizing once you lie to a motherfucker It's kind of like what good are you to me? <laughs> you feel me? That's a fact. And that's that why, means that's trust, why I trust, it trust, up. trust fucks up yeah. all that. How I'm going to look, because it's like, if you tell me, like, and that's why I say I've, I've evolved to that point. Like, just tell me the bullshit. Because if you tell me the bullshit, I can do with it what I want. You feel me? Like, I can legitimately. Yeah, exactly. And I think and I think women say that a lot to men, too. It's like, yo, just be honest with me so I know that I have the full information and then I get. And you know what? It all leads into choice. It is. You, love is a choice. All these a choice. choice. A, a give, at least give me the choice. Respect me enough. Le- to tell me the real shit. Facts. At least allow me to have the choice to stay in or stay out. Because now, when you don't tell me the full thing, I'm stay. I feel like I don't have a choice, and I'm staying in something that I probably would have stayed out if I had known. Or like I had to. I needed time to really deal with this shit the proper way, as opposed to being like, "All right, this is what it is." But not nah, that don't that don't sound right. That don't you know? That's what I'm saying. That's like, I can, that's and and it's like I understand. Like his, he might be embarrassed, but it might be in the sense of like, "Damn, I was out here showing you off," and niggas was niggas was like, added, like oh, I know about that." <laughs> she put me on to that. Like you ain't doing nothing new, nigga. Like it opens and, and, so and, many and, doors, and then, and then also it fucks with your ego too. Because oh, bro. now, bro, that's not, not even with the party situation, but just like, all right, you 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 dapping up a nigga, you don't know whole time he was he was one hand on one hand on front to one hand on neck, doggy styling your jaw crazy, and you dapping a nigga up, oh yeah, cool cool, and then it came out and she don't tell you the thing about it, not even that is when it came and when it comes out and she doesn't tell you because now you're looking at your partner, and matter of fact, I shouldn't put agenda behind it when your partner doesn't tell you and you looking at your partner like like damn motherfucker i have to find i have to find out from here while you've been laying up next to me and you couldn't even put me on that us i am gonna feel embarrassed i'm gonna feel i'm gonna feel insecure i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know about you slick i'm gonna be insecure and it's like i'm gonna feel hurt i'm gonna like I'm like I'm gonna look at you different from now on. And then you add the element of like I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna use the, the Meg situation as like, women can be mad at you. Fine, this might not go well. You got the the persona is you know ass shaking, free ratchet. She did the young she did the young Miami episode, and they was just basically saying how they want to fuck each other. And then she's like, he don't like that shit, but I don't care. It's like all of that shit that, like that factors in because it's like you're not taking 
feelings into consideration. You you didn't take my feelings before. You're not taking them now, and you're making light of other situations because you want to do something. How am I supposed to move forward with you in that in that space? That's why I'm saying like the and now and now from now from far on your actions. I have to look at I have it. To pay attention to everything. No longer, no longer. I can have like a freedom mind. Like oh, you going to the club with your friends? Oh yeah, go. I don't care. Because, cause, you know, I think we're on the same level. We locked in on the same type of timing. So you find but us now that I know that we're not on the same type of timing, I might have to keep my eye on you. Or, <laughs> you or I have to be a dickhead now. <laughs> you feel me? So that's and now this, now this relationship is up to smoke now because of my insecurities. It can still work. I just feel like now it's like it's headaches. It's little headaches that didn't need to happen before. That's why I'm just like, I, I saw that and I, I, I sympathize. Because like, I was like, if he's a real man, No. Cause what do, what is the one thing about men that we tell y'all? It's like if a man cheats, he conquers something. If a woman cheats, she and that's not saying she cheated, but if a woman lets somebody else be, it's like that they had you. Like there's it's a one up. Girls can lie about their bodies. <laughs> they can. But when it come out, it's like, yo, damn, my nigga. Like, especially if we supposed to be here, like, what do you want me to do with that? And then you know they be telling you like, oh, it was it was a mistake. It was in it was in the past. It shouldn't matter. We're, we're we're doing so well right now. It's like it's not about that. It's about you not allowing me and giving the opportunity. You have to understand what respect means a lot to men. I, I don't. I'm not a woman, so I don't know how much respect means to women. I think it means a lot. I'm gonna assume it means a lot. I think love is. But, I think love outweighs respect on that scale. Oh, of course. But respect means a lot for men, especially in a relationship. Like, I expect my girl to respect me while she's outside. And before you girls start typing, oh, what you mean respect? She don't own her. No, it's not about owning. It's that she's going to respect our bond. She's going to respect my face. She's going to respect that, hey, I have a man. And he's going to walk out here and I can't have no one talking down on his name due to my actions. That type of respect. Or that's real shit. And it's like for the woman that I was like, she got a name. Shut your lonely ass up. <laughs> you feel me? So it's kind nigga, of like, I don't like when I feel like there's a loss of respect in this relationship, that's when you are not going to get the love that you require in the Absolutely. relationship the way you want it. Absolutely. And it's, give, it's, it's, it's not about give and take necessarily, but it's like, yo, this is just like, how do you expect me to be continue to do all these things that you want me to do when I know when I'm not around? I mean, sometimes even in some situations, even when you are around, you're not getting that respect and you're not seeing, you know, oh, shit, I should just admit this or I should, this is happening. I got to put it into, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I just want to see, look, you're Because the thing about it is allow, it just allow me to have the choice. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, okay. I'm not going to, uh, this might, you might disagree with me slick, but okay. If a person cheat and whatnot, if you tell me straight up, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, and this is generalization and I'm going to make an assumption. You have a better chance of working it out than him finding out from someone else. Mm-hmm. And immediately reconcile. I feel like over time, depending, you could, where I agree with you. Cause I feel like if you tell me it's going to hurt, I'm going to have my moments. I'm definitely going to be a hoe for a little while. I'm not going to lie to you. but <laughs> <laughs> And also public-wise. Because if he finds it out from public, he's going to be like, oh, shit. So I'm the last person Multiple know. people know about this. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. a lot of people know about this. But if you came up to me and came into a bud, I could control this. I can stop I can stop people from knowing and my face card and whatnot. No, like, I'm just like, is it at the end of the day, you don't want to be, like, nobody, neither party gender wants to be embarrassed. 
But I think it's for like nobody, and nobody wants to be embarrassed in public. Oh, you was wilding like everybody knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where the fuck was I? You feel me? And just like it, it, it's a tough sell. That's why I'm like, I like I I can it's totally sympathize with that man, regardless of whether he's gonna whatever he's gonna say or whatever. I just feel like that's tough because when you love somebody again, and I, and I guess this is another like deep not deep dive, but like when you love somebody, a lot of times. You do you don't shake certain habits or like you don't cut certain things off as fast as they should or you know you're still trying to you know be sure what you're doing and you're not really immersing yourself in the relationship because you made an investment. Let's yeah. be honest with you, relationships are investments. Investment. You 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 invested financial, time. emotional, um, physical, spiritual, time. physical, physical time. mental, all that should above. You, you made a tremendous investment. Uh, of course, you're not trying to leave that. Absolutely. You've seen this shit about the attachment styles, like there's the anxious attachment, the others like four attachment styles or some shit. I, mean, I think I might have a. It's weird because like you, you, what happened? You, I, you, you potted now. I like this. <laughs> find it. Hold on, I think I might have it on Google, but it was not. I was. It was just something interesting. It's like basically there's four attachment styles. There are anxious, avoidant, disorganized, and secure. Right? Anxious is like you want the relationships, but you give a lot. To make a relationship work And when they're threatened You try to control the situation You got avoidance Who like When a relationship Starts to go bad Or they feel threatened They withdraw from the situation You got disorganized Mm. Who You know Under duress They demonstrate mixed signals Or appear to become Disassociated Or they might also become Emotionally flooded So their personality Becomes really unpredictable And you got secure Who kind of like They have no fear Of compromise Or being over controlled Or suffocated It's like all right, I'm here I'm in this Like let's go I saw this pop up and I'm thinking about like how does these things show? Like I, I'm wondering how again, just doubling back, how is our Megan and Party showing these attachment styles? Like, what do you think is like your attachment style? You feel me? Cause I know for for years I was I was definitely uh anxious. <laughs> an anxious or an avoidant. Oh yeah. I'm I'm more Oh, hold on. This is hard because I'm looking at this right you now. Could, and I feel like they could and change I, depending on the person or the situation, how you feel. Like with Tom, like I definitely used to be an avoidant. Yeah, I'm 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 more so looking at avoidant and disorganized. That's crazy. I'm definitely I'm super organized when I'm in my attachment style starts to act up. <laughs> I'm super organized. Yeah. I get shit done. Because, because, because it's kind of like, damn, I want like, because, because you know what happens, you you remember the good times, and you know there might be moments where, yeah, have that moment where yeah, kind of revert back to that good side, but then your mind works, and then you remember that stuff, so then you just kind of like push away. You're kind of like, oh shit, I can't get, I can't let her get too deep now because she hurt me. Yeah, that's a real that's some real shit too. I feel like when you are going through some shit, like some pain, emotional pain, a lot Especially of Especially for women, you know, a lot of women that go through that once once their partner cheats on them, it's kind of like, damn, like I wanna love you like I loved you before, but you hurt me. Yeah. How do I forgive you? I think it's on both yeah. sides. I wanna say it's just women. I think like I saw what is it me? I think it was a meme. It was a or a TikTok video. That's why I say I stay off TikTok for real. But it was like when and when she hurt you and then the dude every time she asked you how your day or anything like that, you'd be like, fine. You don't really allow them that space to even know much about you because you don't want to put yourself like men. Men of them really do not go together. You feel me? So that's why I was like, I was just like, that's just an interesting take. And then I started looking at the attachment styles. I think the goal is to we, be secure. You know, we, we we need to we need to bring a, 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 a we can't say female um host. 
right? That's not politically correct. Or women host. I'm just going to say women host to save us. We can't bring a woman host. Um, we're going to bring a woman host and see what sort of what women would do with that. I think this was this is an interesting conversation that we should have in our, because I could see, even from my personal experience and past relationship and even with friends both from both genders, I see how a lot of times where, especially the securities, I ain't going to hold you. There are certain women that I know that that secure attachment where they're kind of like, yo, you kind of stuck with me. I'm not, I invested too much into this. We, we locked in. I'm, 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 I'm going to make you feel shitty, but I think that I ain't leaving. I think that, well, I guess that could be secure, anxious or secure kind of in the middle. Cause anxious is like, you're going to do a lot. You're going to settle for a lot too, <laughs> to try to make it work. And yeah. Even if you say dumb shit, you still, and then I know a lot, I know a lot of guys who, will be fearful, like I said before, back away and then feel like they have to get their get back but never open up again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is that is a thing. Uh, okay, we're gonna save that. I came to the Ready for the song of the week? I guess. All righty. It's the song of the week. If you are listening to this on YouTube, please exit and go to your favorite streaming platform, whether that is Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, you name it, and we are there i just realized we're on all samsung tv on all samsung apps so if you got a samsung tv with the podcast app you can listen to us on your tv but that's not what it is you can go to our apple music playlist where you can find our previous songs of the week all righty brother what's your song of the week uh jacques dropped a nice one featuring black and summer walker his tears tell me it's over A nice little project So go check that out He was on NBA uh, Inside the NBA And I was like This nigga Jacquees <laughs> Yeah I mean Even though They got him fucked they, He fucked them up With that singing In a halftime show But Jacquees Make great music <laughs> He do He do Alright my next I'm going a little bit To the dance hall Reggae vibes We're gonna go to Cranium This is a song I heard It made the R&B playlist so I was like Oh this is alright This is Cranium Sex in the morning You know exactly what you're doing But each time, yeah, I fall for it Yeah, you know I got my woman But you know you are my favorite You know I think about when you gripped it Yeah, your pussy had me addicted All of the things that I did to you Oh, yeah You call me like Six in the morning Calling Permission need me right next to she She on it. Oh, yeah 
place now Hold you close, then you safe now Fuck it up with your face down I'm away, I'm away now I'm gonna put in your place now Hold you close, then you safe Shout out to the man, Cranium yeah, shout out to him. He, I think he released an album recently with B Love, Queen Najee. So I had a, I had a whole bunch of shoot 'em up music this week because you know Lil Durk released a compilation, Loyal Bros, and um, other artists. A lot of other gla gla boom music came out, but I made a point to put an R and B track, and this is one of the. One, I've been a fan of him since his YouTube day, since he was called Deep Pride. But this is Russell. Are, are you up? Drinking out the bottle, trying to find my way out. Phone is off, I don't want to talk to nobody. Everything seemed hella cloudy I've been feeling sad and drowsy Trying to let these feelings out You know things been rough Had less ups, more downs I lose hope sometimes I might give up now Please tell me I'm strong Remind me one more time Got so much on my mind Through this late night Please can you stay Nobody's up this so late It's just me and you in the cut tonight Don't leave me hanging, stay up tonight Ooh, stay up tonight, girl You know, you know I want to come over But that was Russell, are you up, though Shout out to him, though Um, You know, I'm a big Young Dolph fan He just released his post-humorous album please go support his album please 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 if you don't know about young Dolph he was an independent artist not signed to no major labels in that way so he holds a hundred percent of his album and it all goes to his family so please he got kids and he have a wife his album is the paper route Frank but this song is Rasta featuring Gucci Mane Drinking done, very young, out the bottle. Yeah, yeah. Call her, told her, come pull up and bring your pot. Hey, bring your friend. I got a bitch, but she know how I feel about her. I smoke a lot of weed and she a pill popper. Yeah, yeah. Both her and her friend call me Big Papa. Ain't no limit to this shit, might silk the shock you. Uh, uh. Hey, if you ain't about paper, she don't wanna holler. Got a bad little gangster boo, she be like, word on dollar. She suck me for an hour, put me to sleep like a baby. She drive a black Mercedes, carry a black 380. She always say she take her. that bitch always faking. Every time I see her, I fuck her till she start shaking. Whoa. I got nothing but bad bitches on my roster. I got nothing but bad bitches on my roster. Ooh, back in my days. Oh, man, you know? But once again, please go support his album, Paper Route Frank. Uh, once again, he's 100% independent. So all the money goes to his 
wife and children. Please go support Young Dolph. RP, RP the Dolphin. You feel me? But you can find our rest of the song of the week on Apple Music Playlist. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, Slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the TSA, the Toxic Service Announcement. All right, Slick. This might be the one that they get us out to paint the women. I'm going to put a disclaimer. And usually, you know, they call me PC God. They say, yo, Brian, you PC. You got to get back to your old form. I might, depending on how this conversation goes. But I want to give a disclaimer. Um, when we talk about women in this in this stuff, this is from experience, only per, not only personal, but through witnessing other things. So please, if you if you if you eat episode ninety nine slick, if you care for the TSA, you've been a fan of us. If you listen to episode ninety nine, you know how we get down. You know we love we love women and black women. So please don't sit here and get us out the paint. But we have to have these conversations, bro. <sighs> All right, what are we talk about? All righty, man. First of all, we got two topics. And the first topic I want to talk about is Brittany Renner. Now, Brittany Renner, we talked about plenty of times, especially when the debacle to PJ Washington. And she just recently did an interview where she expressed the regrets that she has. If you want to play that clip. How I allowed myself to just be like used up by men. And that came from a lack of self-worth. Mm -hmm. I did not understand my value that I was born with. I didn't. Mm -hmm. And I gave, again, people look at sex differently, but sex is spiritual unification. At the end of the day, I don't care how you spin it. It's spiritual. For women. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, for women. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Fine. For women. It's spiritual unification. And people that I shared my body with, when I think about my list, it's repulsive. Mm. Because they didn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. But that was an outcome of me discounting my worth. Mm -hmm. And it's disgusting. Um, I hate even having that spiritual tie in any type of way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I would absolutely change sexually how I move around. Mm -hmm. And not even necessarily because of like the societal so, outcome. It's more so how I allow. Oh man. Oh. oh man. So Brittany Renner. We talked about her a lot though, but Slick, what's your thoughts about her regrets? Um I think again, I've been talking about this maturity shit for like the last couple of weeks, but again, I think it comes with a period of maturity and a period of establishing value. And I think she hit the nail on the head when she said, you know, a lot of her actions were derived from a lack of self-worth. I ain't going to front. She was intriguing to me. I read the little book. I found it. You know, I checked it out. And a lot of the actions that she talked about that she allowed to happen to herself did show somebody with low self-esteem. They show somebody that a, a low uh, appreciation and value of self. I think the fact that she's come to that conclusion after years of people trying to, like, put that on her but, like, found it on her own journey, I think that that was as important. I think it's important for people to hear, not just women, but, it's like, to be like, yo, Sometimes you go through life and you lost. You make choices that in the moment, you know, fuck it. I'm hurting, you hurting, I'm going to go about it. But at the end of the day, one day you're going to wake up and be like, yo, this shit was not it. You feel me? 
I was not. And what happened? Go ahead. I feel like this is going to occur a lot. Oh man, I don't know how toxic I want to be with this. I feel like this is going to occur a lot, especially in the direction of dating that we're going through. Cause I don't want to put it just on women though, bro. Uh, go. You said uh, you was talking shit. You hyped it up. Go attack. <laughs> um, because it's like I feel like you know when you when you talk to some of the women in this generation, at least on social media. I'm a, I'm a, I'm not going to put on on all women, but at least the one that talk on social media, especially on TikTok, on Twitter. Oh, live this vicarious life. Oh, be free. Do what you want to do. It's empowering. Oh. Um, you know, don't care about nobody else. Do not care about anything. Um, you know, they should just accept it. And it's kind of like, no, <laughs> guys are not going to accept it. Some some guys will, but you find it hard place that a lot of guys would not accept that. And and also, it's a consequences for your actions. And I think this generation, not only just women but men, we fail to understand. There's a balance in life. Like you could be free and do whatever you want, but that comes at a price. Comes at a price of being judged. Comes in the price to being um, not finding a possibly a suitable partner. That comes with so many things that I feel like sometimes people don't want to accept, and they want to make this illusion of reality like hey i should be able to do whatever i want and not be judged by it. and then shit does not work out that way and even in the clip she said that um they used her body up and it's kind of like to me it's like you you she's on her way to 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 healing but it's kind of like you still got more healing done because it's kind of like yo you gave it up you dated some of the most lit niggas and you thought something else about it Thought your pussy was immaculate. <laughs> you thought your pussy was get the guy to stay, and it did not. It shows you that you had to bring more to the table, but you did not think that. You thought that you can get with this guy with the money and the respect, with the money and the and the status, and you thought you can lock him in. No. Let's not front like you did not have an even trade-off with niggas. Yeah, they use you for your body and look. But you use them for their money and status. Not saying that you was a gold digger like how many people, because I'm on your side for most of the stuff that be going on. And I see you as a gold digger, but you fuck with these niggas off of status and money alone. And when you go on a, a journey of self-worth, a lot of times you're going to, you know, that status is going to make you feel better about yourself or shield you from the, the parts of yourself that you're trying to run away from. On both sides, exactly. The nigga that got the money so, and the, the the nigga that was lame in high school that got the money now is can get all the bad bitches. He ain't get over the fact that he was lame, but he hiding behind the bread. You know, all right, there's money and fame. I'm about to use it to pull these bitches, and they gonna make me. They gonna try to make me validate what I feel. But then that's not. And and and, and I'm not supporting them niggas. I'm not supporting them niggas. But them niggas more are more so in tuned. They more in tune with reality in a sense, like yo. I know that you messing with me because I have the status of money. You wouldn't be messing with me if I was a bum on the street. They, they more in tune reality. That's why I can't really fault them. Like, yes, they're corny for what they're doing, but I can't front on them because at least they're more aware. You thought that, Hey, I'm this bad John. Everybody's on me. I'm, I'm on IG. Everybody's on my body. Oh yeah. I'm fucking with you. 
hey, I'm I'm Britney. I don't. You should just fuck with me just because I'm that girl. And it's like, no. And 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 this is separate from Britney. I'm not going to attribute this next statement to to Britney. Women, you have to understand, especially in this social media era with this uh, with with attention, you have to differentiate niggas on your body of niggas want to be in a relationship with you or niggas just want to fuck you. Fuck you. That's a fact. That's a Fendi. Because a lot of you, a lot of women that I've seen and witnessed on social media, let's put that little disclaimer out before they get on me. Be like, oh yeah, niggas on my body. I literally had a girl tell me, yo, I could breathe and niggas be on me. <laughs> literally have a homegirl who said that. And I'm like, yeah, niggas be on you, but for what reason though? Are they trying to do they want to do they want to wife you? Even though they might tell you, quote unquote, yeah, let me wife you, let me take care of you. But that's not they don't really want to make it a forever thing with you. It's very temporarily. That's a fact. Sad fact. That's a fact. And, and a lot of and a lot of girls be in a relationship and be seeing a lot of other girls getting attention and be looking at their man and be like, oh, why you don't give me that attention? I'm like, wait, but you don't understand. Those niggas just don't know you like I know you. They just see the glam side and they just want to fuck you. They just want to have a good time with you, treat you like the fun girl. They're not trying to take you home to meet their parents. They don't, they don't know you. And if they do know you, then we got some other questions and conversations we need to be having. Exactly, because that means you've already been emotionally cheating. <laughs> they know you, know you like that. If a nigga fall in love with you while you're in a relationship, that means you was doing way more talking than you need to be doing. Absolutely. That's a little that's a red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Exactly. So, so if a nigga already thinking he's going to put a ring on you, that means you're already cheating, mama. So that's why I'm like, yo, women, please understand how to differentiate attention from a nigga wanting just to put his penis in you than a nigga trying to make you his wife. Because a lot hot of take, hot take, but what if they're going through a battle of self worth? Anything, either mm. one of those can look right. It doesn't matter because it's like they're finding some sort of validation. And men do it too. Niggas get you know get in shape. Niggas go to the gym. They get their hairline brought back by either the doctor or the actual. Well, yeah, the they work. They work extra hard so they can get the the, the cars and the. You know they get the, they get the, whatever that's going to elevate them, and then they put them in space themselves in spaces where they around women. So I say we get on men and women too, and it's like yeah, it's like damn, like I'm just trying to feel like something. The first bad joint that show you show you she likes you, you going balls deep trying to do everything for her. And we witness them niggas all the time. We witness them niggas cuff those girls and try to turn them, and then after a while you realize they break up or they end up getting divorced because like yo. Shorty wasn't really into you like that, or you really wasn't offering anything besides materialistic things. And that's what I know uh, we can get on fellas too. Yo, fellas, stop leading off with materialistic things and expect the girl to ride or die with you. I think we said that last time. Like, you we maybe was talking more about drug dealers. Like, yo, you think you shine well with gift and you think Shorty's gonna ride with you when you go to jail. Like, yo. Fellas, stop leading off with materialistic things and expecting girls to really be locked in with you for real, for real. But it's again. They're not. They're not. And you are corny. You have to really talk, really have a conversation, have a real connection. Have game. It shouldn't be any time that y'all link, y'all doing something. I'm about to say, I got to take you out in the expense. Like, nigga, you are the food, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, she might throw you a little box here and there, but nigga, she's calling you when she wants 2K for, for no reason. That's a fact. 
It's all part of the game. It's a nasty world we live in. Nasty world we live in. And it's going to also be the nasty world with the next topic. We want to play that video. One second. Want to preface it? Oh, male honesty. Do women really want it? <laughs> That's the hot take. We in the hot take somewhere this way. Episode 99. really hurt me. <laughs> I was always... Always open and honest with her, and I never like yes. tried to pull the wool over her eyes. And was like, I'm not talking to nobody. It's just me and you. Um, I was like, no. When I see you, I see you. When I don't, like I'm, I'm on some other stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, but I also was like, don't wait for me. If if somebody is treating you the way that you want to be treated, by all means, go explore that. Um, hopefully, you're around. Like when I am ready. Um, but if you aren't, then I got to deal with that. Like, that's something that I got to live with. Um, but I'm willing to take that chance because I know that if I get into a relationship with you right now, I'm just going to dog you. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do that because, again, like, she was my friend. And in retrospect, I really appreciate that. Who wants to be with someone that's not ready? Who wants to have to give someone ultimatums, which I never did either, which I'm yeah. grateful we, we never did that type of stuff. Um, but... I always, I do need to give you credit for, you know, Daryl was always incredibly honest. Yeah, you were always incredibly honest, but the honesty still really hurt me. Hmm. Now, I don't mind the, the woman, the woman in the video. Amazing. Shout out to her. I have no problem with what they talked about because I think the guy showed a level of maturity. In my opinion, I think more women would would want from a guy, especially, you know, a lot of times when women say a lot of guys waste their time, drag them along, you know, kind of like string them along while they do their own thing and then finally take them back. I think this was the first mature response, and I think more women will want that, right, Slick? But apparently this sparked a huge Twitter debate of a lot of women saying, hey, Oh, you should have you should have never stuck around, sis. If he said that, then you should have let leave him. Um, what else they were saying, Slick? Uh, hold on. Pretty much things along the line of like you can't do that. Like he's the, he's being too on him, him being honest had you looking stupid out here. Blah blah blah. What's your whole take on that? Uh, on when regards to the video, I mean the video, like you said, there's nothing wrong with it. It's like yo. If I respect you, I guess we get to have respect. Ladies, if a man respects you, he will tell you the truth about his dealings and actions early on. Just to be like, yo, look, I'm not ready. I'm not here for this relationship shit right now. I'm not. I would like he's, the fact that he told her directly he I would dog you out, like that's real shit. That's me telling you, like, I like you. I, I'm not gonna pretend I don't. And I res- I respect you. Once again, respect what we talked about before. What you, what men think are essential in relationships, right? And mm-hmm. she took it, and it's like it's, I think it's like she said, like I, I appreciate honestly, but it still hurt because it's like you're not getting what you want. And I think that the comments are reflective of, of it's not all, but certain women in the generation who are so accustomed to getting what they want or told that they're supposed to get everything that they want, and then when it's not happening, it's like, well, you're a fucking idiot. I don't want. Why would I wait? You know. And and also a lot of them saying like um, the bar is low. It's like, oh, the honesty is just enough to make you wait or come back to a person who isn't ready to choose you or recognize how worthy you are the first time like you did. And I kind of disagree with that. I think he he openly told you, hey, do not hesitate on a guy who's willing to show you what you want for waiting for me. He told he openly allowed her to date. 
And you have to understand how strong that is for a man and what level of maturity. Because, you know, you have to understand, us guys are very territorial. A lot of guys, hey, I'm guilty of it in my past. Like, hey, when I wanted to do my bullshit, but I had this girl that I like, I would try to make her... (laughs) Hey, don't be trying to mess with no other people. You feel me? Why doing my own stuff? Manipulating on the low, like yo, chill. Why you doing that? Why you talking to that nigga? (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna plant bugs in your ass to make you not talk to nigga. So hey, so why? Why I finish doing what I want to do? You untouched, unfazed, and I'll get back on it. But he openly said, like, yo, go date, go do. Don't hesitate. Not like he's saying, like. Go jump on the next guy, but hey, if a guy comes along and has the qualities that you want in a in a partner, don't look towards me or wait for me to be ready, because I don't have a timeline to be ready. And I think that is so important, but it's like it, it brings up the question, slick, because we had this conversation multiple times on this platform. They want us to be honest. But it looks like they can't handle male honesty because it's not sugar coated in the way pretty. that they want it to be. It's not pretty. It's blunt. It's rough. It's direct. And it, well, again, male honesty sometimes makes them makes people women reflect and think that it's a valid. It invalidates their self worth, and it doesn't. Main character. I, like you said, t- testimonially, I've had and dated beautiful women, and I wasn't. In the space to be with them And it's like you could lie and hurt them Or you could tell them the truth Or lie hurt them and mess them up forever Or you could mm-hmm. lie, tell the truth Hurt them in the short term pers- Maintain the friendship And then whatever will be will be You feel me? And I think for us the greater good is to, I'll tell you right now Like I'm not trying to like date you Like I would never date you Or like not, like <laughs> some real shit Like don't, don't wait on me Don't, don't do that Because you're only going to hurt yourself and again, yeah. and I guess from a woman's standpoint, it's like men are absolving themselves from blame. But it's like he said, they were friends. Like if I'm dating a like you should want to date one of your friends and telling your friend, like right now I'm out like I'm outside. I'm in the streets. Like you need to That's a fact. Like you, And also and also just to give um clar- just give more clarity, um in a quote tweet, one of their friends that know them personally said like she did date it and then when he was ready, she was still interested in him. So that's how they got together. And now they're married and look, whatnot. Look at this Blair Underwood situation. Damn, your best friend love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, it's, it, that's a fact. That's a fact. Oh. You really got to look at now. You got to look at all your your, your partner's friends real close. Like, mm, hold on, they look. But we 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 have to understand this shit is like a gamble. And Shorty made the right gamble. Looks like she's in love. They look like they have an open and honest relationship. It looked like he was ready to embrace and love her the way that she would want. To be embraced Or not what she wants there's But a, what can be good for her or, There's you know, no such thing as a sure thing I think that's really what it is Like People talk like they're You're just gonna walk into a spot tomorrow And find your wife or your husband It's like well motherfucker Where you going? The club? That They out here drunk So they lying Church? They definitely lying Work? Yep That's weird uh, <laughs> You feel me? <laughs> but you know also You know what I think it is? Oh, they're gonna kill me! But I, if you listen to the Read a Prize um, episode, I think you know when you know when women think they are the prize. Sometimes, and this is just my own assumption. You can disagree with me, and I'm not gonna hundred percent stand on what I'm saying right now. So I'm willing to change my mind on this. But I think when you know women in society think you know I'm the prize, which is not a bad thing. But when a guy tells you, "Hey," I'm not ready. I don't want to be in a relationship with you or I'm not ready to be in a relationship with you. 
when you have that I'm the prize or I'm worthy, it's kind of like, wait, hold on. You don't want to be with me? What the fuck is wrong with like, you? Like, am I not enough? And it kind of it kind of brings in that self doubt. But what I'm also uh, what, what I'm also upset about 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 the comments under this video is he gave her the choice. And what we talked about in the previous topics, like, as long as you have, as long as the person gives you the choice, you can't be mad at them. You day. can't be mad at the person. It comes down to you being mad at yourself. Yes, it's a certain level of accountability that you have to take. Because now, if he stringed you along and he told you, "Yeah, let's let's continue doing this," and he wasn't ready, and mind you, he was trying to get himself ready. However, he wanted to get himself ready. He didn't give you no choice to back out because he gave he sold you a dream. He sold you a lot, but he told he told you straight up what it was, what it is. Gave you the cho- gave you the option whether to stay, not even stay, but whether just to hey stay or wait or do your own thing probably check back but he long story short he gave you options choices now whatever choice you make is what you have to stand by and accept accountability if it does not go your way but it's kind of like what can we do slick (laughs) we can't do do we be honest uh, you're asking me or, like morally, or, or do we sell lies, or do we sugarcoat it? Ah, mm. well, we, I, we in our bag. This, how, how this is learned, toxic, but not too toxic. <laughs> what I have learned in my 29 years is that it's better to be honest. Exactly, and I think that not just self. I guess this might be self. I don't like hurting people, but I think that Same. I understand what dishonesty has done to me in my life. And I would never want to put anybody through that, even if it's going to hurt them. Now, I think when you talk about honesty, there is always the the line of omission. Like, you're going to not tell everything. But I think that you should be as honest as as possible just to ensure that, yo, at the end of the day, you can't say I was was leading you on. I was lying to you. I wasn't, you know, doing right by you. And you made the decision to stay. I gave you the choice to make the decision. Like, you, you chose to stay. You chose to leave. Like, okay. I can live with that as opposed to me lying to your face. And then months later, you're still upset about it. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Like, I told you what it was, even though I'm clearly doing the opposite. <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. So that's just really my point on that one. Yeah. And, 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 and I totally agree with you. I don't like hurting people. I don't like, that's why, you know, maybe, maybe there's a bad reason not to cheat, but I don't like that. I don't feel like you hurting you or making you feel like you not worthy or you not enough. Cause I talked to a lot of women who did get cheated on and they'd be feeling like they'd be feeling a sense of void. Like, what did I do wrong? Yo, bro. <laughs> did I not do enough bro. or anything like that? Mind you, it's just him and his insecurities or him and his internal battles. The reason why he goes search for other coochie. It's easier to fall into something and deal with your shit. So I like to be honest. Now, trust me. I was never that way. I was selling a dream back in the days. Oh, at my young age, absolutely, I was lying. Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> I was lying, and, and I'm, I'm, I actually being, no, be, no, being no, honest. No. Being honest feels so good, bro, because I could sleep well at night knowing that I'm, nobody in this world could say like Brian stringing them long or telling them a lie. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like I think I tried to be honest. I think just if we lost communication in a while, some shit changed. I wasn't updating you. I think that was where I went wrong with some situations. Oh, yeah. But I was like, I'll be like, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm not ready to do this, that, and the third. And then it's like, you know, and pop politics. In my, in, my, in my years of being honest, like, 
karma wise, it feels amazing. I ain't gonna lie, the pussy rate is low because when you be honest, sometimes they be like, "Oh, damn, you're not you're not selling me what I really want. You're not giving me what I really want." So it's kind of like, "Ah, damn, no." But then, but there are some girls who are respectful of honesty and still might, you feel me, do your thing. But fellas, I just I just express to you to just be more honest out here. Not only feels good for yourself, but also just gives women the choices to make their own decision. And that's really empowering women. But niggas lie, to get, niggas lie to oh, get pussy uh, every day. Niggas lie, to get, niggas lie to get pussy every day, though. I know, but I'm trying to discourage them from doing that. So, But it's like, niggas, because we talk about, again, we still talking about niggas that, like, I mean, I'm, I, mean I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we just talking about, it's so ingrained, like, I just want this box. Because I'm like, I feel like more girls show you love when you honest about your shit than when you lie about it. Yeah, certain though. But you still, but to be honest with you, I gotta disagree a little bit because them, I know them niggas will be trying to be honest with you, honest with women like that. But they still kind of sugarcoated just a little bit. They don't really be as direct. Honest, well, I think honest. they're not going to. Yeah. yeah, like I can't fuck you, bitch. You crazy? <laughs> yeah, go say that. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, I can't, like I'm, not, I'm not there right now. Yeah, but I hey, all genders, not just women and, and and men, just whoever, lead with honesty, and give the person that you if you really if you really got feelings or respect that person, give them the choice to make the decision that they want. Do not withheld a choice and try to lead them into a different way. And I think that's a great way to end it. Yes, sir. Please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you have any branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at This Might Not Go Well at gmail.com. I'm the host with the most B Breeze, aka Poppy Sasson. Mr. Him, Him, Me Like Beanie Man. Yo, it's your boy Slick, man. Y'all be great. Happy holidays. And when we see y'all again, we're going to be loading up for that episode 100. Y'all going to see Face Dog. We out. To cow. Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that uh-huh. <laughs> This your favorite podcast, favorite podcast Every show is lit, baby, you know what we finna do Slick gon' talk that slick talk, he gon' get political okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga, oh well We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well ah, This might not go Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's it, one take We not even doing it again Keep that, that's the one Thank you.